Hello, America. Thank you for checking out this episode of Tuesday Special Podcast. I apologize. I'm a day late on the video. The audio is out now, but I apologize. I waited to the last minute. Had a lot of shit going on this weekend. Couldn't get an episode out. So I had to do it day of 930 in the morning. Uh, threw it up on Facebook Live. So if you'd like to watch the live version and see some of the comments from the people that were watching, you're more than welcome to jump over to facebook.com backslash Patrick Price Comedy. Or you could just stay here because guess what? It's time for the Tuesday special podcast. Cheers to Tuesday! Hello, everyone, and welcome to another edition of the Tuesday special podcast. Make sure everything's working right. This one's a little special. God, look at this hair. Oh, oh, this hair is insane. Maybe that's why I keep it out of frame. But yeah, this is a little different. I know we're, I just started a Facebook live feed and I haven't done a Facebook live feed for my house before because for those of you who don't know, I live out in the Boone docks, Boone docks. And, uh, yeah, we don't have good internet out here. We can't afford, like we know we can afford it. I don't know why I said we can't afford we can afford cable internet but we just don't have the ability to reach cable internet uh because they stopped at the second house down our little dirt driveway so we're doing this off of windstream whatever you whatever kind of internet that is it's terrible terrible so i don't know how it looks i don't know how it sounds uh trying to check it out on my phone but who cares because i got to record this because this is what happens when you wait till the last second to try to do something. And that's what happened today. So this is what we like to call quarantine edition of the Tuesday special podcast phase two. So anybody's welcome to join me. I'm going to just shoot this live and let it go out to the world while I'm recording it. Usually the way it works and I'll still do this is I have a camera set up offset of the one that you're seeing me on Facebook live and I'll post like the better version of it tomorrow. <clears throat> when I upload it. But yeah, so this is where we are. I don't, like I said, hopefully some people will join in. If not, I got to do this anyway, and it's got to be this morning. The audio portion of this podcast will be available on all podcast providers, iTunes, Stitcher, Radio, um, all that good stuff. It'll be available uh, later today because at 11, me and Dutch are filming the uh, Wrestling Open Forum on the High Spots Wrestling Network if anybody wants to join us there. But yeah, so at 9.45 a.m. in the morning, like that morning DJ, giving it to you, lights out, the drive home, I don't know, but yeah, so welcome anybody that's watching, this is live, Uh, this is my podcast, if you haven't checked out the Tuesday Special Podcast before, uh, it's available, like I said, on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, uh, iHeartRadio, Anywhere you'd like. If you want to talk about something, we have a chat. You can text my phone, whatever you want to do. Once again, I'm not sure who all's. I'm not sure who all is uh, gonna jump in on this because it's really, really early. I got, hold on, I gotta do something about this here. At least try to do something. My hair is out of control. Yeah. Okay. That's a little better. 
This is what happens. This is quarantine hair. Quarantine hair. This right here. People that are watching, people that are listening, just understand that I have a mountain of hair on my head, which is not the usual thing that, uh, that's not the usual way I roll around town. And it's hard. Like I try, like, well, let me talk about this. Shout out to, oh shit, I forgot the name of it. Shout out to uh, Slick Gorilla. Slick Gorilla hair product is hair powder. Has anybody seen this hair powder before yet? Like, I saw this this ad on Facebook called Tribal Chimp. And they had hair powder. So I've always combated or always had this in, internal battle between whether I want to use pomade or gel or anything like pomade, gel, uh, I don't dry rub. No, that's wings. I don't something. But there's always been an internal battle like – and and you look online and look watch like and you watch hair uh like hair tutorials on YouTube and you see they they'll tell you oh for if you have this type of hair you use this if you have this type of hair you use this I don't know just tell me what's best for my hair, for hair to make it stick and not and look decent they want to go all in all this detail like you have to blow dry it up you blow dry it up and push it back. You'd blow dry away from the, away from the, I don't know. They give you, they give you all this information and it, it's so like, they give you all this information. It's so overbearing that you just give up and you buy what you want to buy. So the other day I was on Facebook and I watched this, uh, this ad for, it's called tribal chimp. I didn't want to, I don't like buying things from websites. I don't know why Amazon I'm okay with, which is crazy. Cause I asked you to buy my shirts at where 1820.com. But, uh, I don't like to buy stuff directly from, especially on Facebook ads. Cause you know, you don't know what's real, what's fake. I've had people get burned on that stuff, but, uh, there's a thing called tribal chimp, which led me to go to Amazon and look for hair powder, which is legit. Like just powder that you put on your hair. It's the most ridiculous thing ever. And uh, they say, oh, yeah, you do this, and then you come back, and you after you do it, you do like this, and then you style it however you want to style it. And I'm like, man, there's no way this works. And I'm willing to spend $20 to find out if it does work or not. And so I bought some. Two days, Amazon, always on point. Shout out to Amazon. Not Jeff Bezos. He's a dick. But Amazon and all the drivers and employees that's doing this stuff – Shout out. Love you guys uh, for getting me my stuff uh, on time. And I mean, at first, at first, when this whole quarantine thing started and this whole COVID-19, like you go on Facebook, like I needed some tripods for the uh, other podcast, the wrestling podcast I do. And I order it and they're like, oh, it'll come in like the middle of June. I was like, man, I looked up, I looked it up like two weeks ago and it was like, it was two days. Now it's the middle of June. Back to the original topic. I've already had coffee. And then I have some soda here, so I'm going to be going all over the place. So I call back, or uh, fuck, where am I at? Okay, so uh, uh, I, I get this hair powder. And with this hair powder, it's, uh, well, I mean, I don't even know how to explain it. It's, it's so weird because they got me. They got me. Like I said, what aggravates me about, what aggravates me, whoops, what aggravates me about all this stuff is, 
I don't want to blow dry my hair. And I understand. Like my, my hairstylist tells me all the time that if you if you want your hair to look the way the Beckhams do or the way you see in Hollywood, that you have to blow dry your hair. You have to treat it. You have to do all this stuff. And I don't care to do all that. I just want to get up, get this bird's nest of mayhem, put some stuff in it, and knock it out. Look at this. I got a razor Ramon curl. But yeah, that's all I want to do. And well, I'm going to see how long I can tolerate this here on this podcast. That's all I want to do. So, uh, but I did it. They got me after I got out of the shower, fresh wash, smelling good. Just blow dry that stuff down. Blow dry it the way I want it to go, like they tell me to. That's what they say. And then I just, uh, yeah, I just knock it out. And dude, this powder works. I like it. Something new. I don't know how long it's going to last. That That's a deciding factor on if I order it again. But uh, shout out to Slick Gorilla Hair Products. You can find them on Amazon. Anybody with shorter hair, anybody with shorter hair can uh, check it out because I think it works. I, with long hair, I don't know. You'll use up a whole, a whole little thing of powder until you, like, in one setting. But, like, it feels like... It feels like a memory card. Like you pick it up and the the whole the whole package feels like a memory card. Like the whole little bottle. Wish I had it down here with me. But uh I didn't plan because I didn't know I was gonna talk about that. But yeah. So uh hair powder. Try it. It's interesting. Uh moving on, another awesome weekend. This like listen, here's here's the thing. I work in healthcare, like my real job. And, uh, they, like I signed this thing where I can, like, I can go anywhere. I will go anywhere they want me to go. But with that, they pay you X amount of, you pay you your full-time pay, whether you work your full-time pay or not. And, uh, so I signed it because they told me they'd give me 24 hour notice if they would do it. And so, uh, but yeah, like, so I've been working like three or four days a week and getting paid full-time. So I've had a lot of time with the family with that comes, ideas that my girlfriend, baby mama Katie has. And so she had this grand idea that let's have a little get together. Hey, I know we're supposed to be quarantining, but it's a bunch of kids and everybody checked out, took temperatures, did everything we needed to do. So don't, don't throw your shade my way because we had a little get together, a little family get together. We didn't have a party. There might've been a beer or two drink, but nothing crazy. And we, uh, we have this party, bunch of kids. Uh, Katie is f- like fascinated, and baby G is fascinated with, and well, Sai too. Sai, si, I'll tell you too, like with water balloons. So let's, and have you seen these little water balloon gimmicks that have like the little strings, and you put that each of them have a water balloon on it, and you hook it up to your hose pipe, and it blows all the water balloons up at the same time, and when it blows all the water balloons up at the same time and then you just pop them off, it's the most ridiculous invention ever, but the most helpful invention ever. If you've ever done water balloons, the old, old school way where you got to reach it over the hose pipe, spray it for like a second, take it out, tie it around your finger. Dude, it's, it's the most, it's the greatest invention. One of the greatest inventions I've ever seen, but one of the like, why? So bless the person. Cheers. Cheers. Tuesday. To the person that created that, uh, but I 
don't know how much money you make because I think it was like $3 and like 100 balloons per package. So Katie goes and buys all this stuff. We're having this big party. No, it's, I shouldn't say party. We're in quarantine. Phase two. Phase one. Hopefully phase two by set Friday because look at this. Got to get this shit cut. Um, Brian, this is live. This is actually live from my house, which I can't believe is happening because the internet is terrible. Um, but enough of that. So we have this whole this whole thing Saturday, this whole shindig, quarantine edition of shindig, which means a max of like eight, eight or nine people. Uh, some kids are here. We got a slip and slide going out in the front yard. We have three little barrels like this big of 400 water balloons. Going to have this all-out water balloon war because water might combat the COVID-19. And this was all Katie's grand plan. And it's... uh so I'm, I'm okay, but one thing that I notified of Katie of on Friday is that we have a well, and we have a very old well, not old well, like a couple, like, well, no, old well, 40 years old, I think from where the house, when the house was built. So I notify her that we have a well, and we do not need to drain that well because we are having water, a water park in our front yard on Saturday. And, uh, she, she, no, like she okayed, but I don't think she understood the context of what I was saying because we have the little get together. It was at 1230 on Saturday. Very fun. Got to, uh, see family, got to see friends. Uh, uh it's always good when you have a little one or, or like 10 year old that can hang out with other kids and they get to go play, get them out of your hair for a minute. But, uh, so we have all this, and uh, we started at 12.30, just so you know the timeline. Started at 12.30. Um, around 2.30, the dog needs some water. So Odie, if you look on my Instagram or on my Facebook, you'll see a picture of Odie. Odie's the coolest, most beautiful dog on the face of the earth. But uh, Odie needs some water because he's been outside running around like crazy with all the kids. And Patrick goes to get the water, and guess what? Nothing. Absolutely nothing. Which means we got to stop everything from the water park out front and uh, make a phone call to the pops and the moms. Say, hey, I think the, think the well ran out of water. Uh, what do we need to do? They told me. said, wait a few hours crank the pump back on, see if it sucks it up and see if it starts going and then it'll push it back into the tank. And if you know how wells work, I don't, that's, that's what happens. So we wait a few hours, started up, no water, waited a few more hours, 10, 8, 10 PM started up, no water. So, uh, we have one of their friends comes over, takes a look at it, says, listen, I'm a plumber. I don't know wells. So I don't do you have to call like a well person. Here's somebody, uh, called them on Sunday morning, 9 a.m. When I went to work third shift on Sunday night, still no phone call. So now from 2 p.m. on Saturday until 11 p.m. on Sunday, we have had no water. And of course, this is the way this goes. Anybody knows if you fa like intermittent fasting, if you intermittent fast, you want to eat the second that you can't eat. When you can't use the restroom because there's no water, the second that you know you can't use the restroom, you got to drop a deuce. That's how it works. 
So I've always been told, I can't even believe I'm talking about this on the web, on the podcast. I've always been told that if there's water in the tub and there's water in the back, that you can flush it and it would work one time. So we had pizza at the party. I divulged in pizza and breadsticks. And uh, before I knew it, I had to do number two. So I dropped deuce, kept it subtle, knowing, kept it subtle knowing that I had to uh, make this flush work. And uh, lo and behold, guess what? Wasn't subtle enough. Because nope, go down, come back up a little bit, nothing. So I poured some more water in it because we had some gallons of water. Why? I guess we prepare for this these types of things. Then nothing. So long story short, because I know I'm getting a little carried away with this. Poop and toilet until yesterday at like three o'clock. Yep. Good thing we have two toilets. The other toilet flushed fine. I don't know if my my butt mayhem was just too much for that waterless toilet to handle, but yeah, so that's been my weekend. One third shift, two and a half days of no water. So that's why I usually don't drink sodas, but I've been drinking sodas today. Sodas and beer, sodas and beer. And for those of you squeeing, I don't care. Like that's a true story. And that's what we do here. We talk about true stories. Um, what else can we talk about? Anybody, uh, Anybody that's watching on Facebook Live can throw me any subjects you want me to talk about because it saves me a lot of time uh, trying to come up with these things. I just finished the last dance. We'll talk about that. The last dance. Hey, Jordan is the goat. Can we all agree? Two things I get out of that. Well, actually three or three or four. First one, Jordan's the goat. Like, no, there's no... If there's anybody in a close, close, close second, it's it's got to be Mamba, uh, Kobe Bryant. But, like, LeBron's good. LeBron's the best of his generation, of his draft class, of his, of his tenure, his era of NBA. But come on, man. Come on. You watch that documentary, and, I, like, I don't know. They might do a documentary on Kobe. They might do a documentary on... Uh, LeBron, and they might have the same work ethic, the same mindset, but it's hard for me to believe like seeing their Facebook posts and Instagram posts and them joking around and stuff like does any, does anybody have the drive and the mindset of Jordan? No, I don't think so. I think that like we, we can all agree. First off, give it up for ESPN and whoever, whoever produced, this documentary because this documentary was insanely good. And, and they like, in you can't, you can't deny the talent. I mean, I'm like, I what was at 90. Jordan was there from 88 to 98, maybe 10 year. I don't know. Eight, like early eighties to, I don't know, but that 90, that 93 through 98 or 92 through 98, like I was like late late elementary school or uh, through middle school, and I remember like I remember going to Charlotte Coliseum and watching Jordan play, and uh, yeah, you knew you were watching greatness. But this this whole like this documentary solidified 
Jordan's greatness. And I still don't know. Like, I need to read the article. I saw the article the other day about how, uh, like, why his daughter saying why Jordan didn't want the this documentary to go out. And I, I, I don't think it made him look like an asshole at all. I think it made him look like a champion. Yeah, I think it shows anybody that's watching it from a, it's a younger age or even me or anybody te- theory, theoretically that watches it. I think that it's showing them what it takes and what you have to sacrifice to be great. I feel like it's a it's a template of what you need, like the mindset you need to have, the drive that you need to possess, and what you need to do to be great. That's that's how I see it. And I think if you think that's too much or you think he was an asshole, then you just weren't born to be great. And that might that might be hard to hear. That might be hard to uh that might be hard to take in, but it's the truth. Do I have a mindset like that? No. And that's where my shortcomings come. Am I cutthroat? If somebody insults me, I will do everything I can to throw it back in their face. But if somebody insults me, I'm not going to be like, oh, okay, okay, okay. Of course, I couldn't dunk. I'm like a six foot three white guy that can't dunk. So I didn't have a, I didn't have a career in the NBA to begin with. Uh, I can edit videos, but yeah. Second is how like how good was Scottie Pippen? I feel like now this is going to come with some controversy, but I feel like there was there was a few big moments in the Bulls' history in that team's era in that team's run where Scottie bowed out. And I know the I know the big one was like in episode five or six somewhere around there where he uh, he didn't go back in because he thought he should take the shot. and uh, But, I mean, like the story is written. You just have to live it. That that, that might have been the decision that made Mike come back and got them the, ne- the next couple rings. I don't know. But, yeah, but how, how good is Scottie Pippen? And how diesel was Scottie Pippen? Like that's another thing. You watch that documentary, and like I remember Pippen. Pippen was like always like the Robin of Batman. Like Jordan was Batman, Pippen was Robin, and that's not a diss to to Pippen, but like Jordan just had all the goods. Like you, you don't you don't get two Jordans, it just doesn't happen. So I'm watching, and but how like how Diesel is Scottie Pippen? Scottie Pippen is like so like insanely, insanely just jacked the whole time. And Rodman was just like this tall, lanky, like Rodman is like the tall, lanky guy that can do anything. You're like, hey, hey, bottle flip. He's just like two, two of them at the same time, not even trying. And you're just like, I hate you. Like, I've always wanted to play the guitar. Rodman just pick up a guitar. So, oh, like this? Like he's, he's that dude. He's that guy that just is born with the ability to do whatever he wants to do. But, um, but yeah, I mean, we, we all know Phil Jackson is the, one of this, the best coach ever in the history of the NBA. I don't care what anybody says. I think all around from strategy to the triangle offense, to his mindset, to his belief system, to his ability to make all-star players play as a team, as opposed to individual, the that's, that makes him the best ever to do it. So we can't like shout out to Phil Jackson. Uh, what else I got? Steve Kerr has like, Ice in his veins. I don't care what anybody says. Ice in his veins. And uh, 
Yeah. Very good documentary. It makes me miss E60s. Do they still do E60s? Does anybody know? If they still do E60s, uh, that made that like reminded me of E60s. And I've been on. I haven't been on a kick of. Uh, I haven't been on a kick of watching ESPN documentaries lately. Like Amazon, dude. I, I, I've said it before on this podcast. I'll say it again. Amazon Prime has some dope sports documentaries or dope sports shows like following teams. Uh, my favorite out of all of them is Sunderland till they, till I die. There's two two seasons. Both seasons are stellar. Love it. Uh, yeah. So if if anybody who hasn't watched The Last Dance, I'm sure it's over now. If you if you missed it and he didn't watch it, you should know how to DVR shit because that's how you do stuff. Like I I didn't I always I've been working third shift on Sunday night, so I don't get a chance to watch them, so I DVR it. Watch it the next week. That's how DVR works. So, uh, but yeah, anybody, I'm sure the DVD, I'm sure a DVD series will come out with a bunch of extra stuff on it. Uh, I, I strongly, strongly, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? It's not it. I, I was going to say I strongly advise, strongly advise everyone listening to this podcast to watch the last dance documentary. I just strongly, uh, suggest or promote or I don't know. It's too early in the morning. Um, not really. It's ten oh seven. I strongly, uh, I, I strongly suggest, for lack of a better term, because I can't think, uh, that you guys check out the Last Dance whenever it comes out. If they replay it, it comes out on DVD. Uh, yeah, it's an awesome documentary. Uh, what, like, what else is going on? Like, hmm. So I need to plan. What else is going on in the world? Somebody give me something on Facebook Live if you're watching. Something you want me to talk about. Um, can we can we talk about is, – is anybody tired of talking about, like, the pandemic, the COVID-19 stuff? Um, I am. I'm, I'm sick and tired of it. But, I mean, it's, it's a weird spot because my problem is I listen to Rogan. And anybody that listens to Rogan knows exactly what I'm talking about. Like he does Fight Companion. And for those of you who don't know, like you have to know who Joe Rogan is. But if you don't listen to the Rogan podcast, uh, Rogan Experience, he does like Fight Companions when there's when there's UFC fights. And he and this last one he had on Eddie Bravo, which is, I love him to death. Like love listening to him. I don't know. I love listening to him on the podcast, but he's this conspiracy theorist. So you have a conspiracy theorist in, in Eddie Bravo, then Brendan Schaub, who... I'm I'm getting into like I'm I'm starting to like to listen to Brendan Shaw. I've checked out. I put a, a video on Instagram. Uh, you can follow me if you like to. I'm trying to do more. I want to do. I want to get to Burt Kreischer status on Instagram stories because his are so entertaining and so funny that I, that I I want to get there. But I'm nowhere close. But I want. I'm gonna start doing Instagram stories and just document stuff because it's fun. Um, but you have uh, Eddie Bravo, conspiracy theorist. Brendan Schaub, who is I don't want to say easily influenced, but he'll jump on he'll jump on if somebody's talking about something, and then uh, Brian Callen, and then Joe Rogan. So Brian's very strong. Brian Callen's very strong in his beliefs. So you so I'm listening to this, watching it uh, on YouTube, and just listening to all four of these people going back and forth, and I'm sitting there thinking about. Like I'm trying to, I'm trying to process all the information because they're talking about COVID nineteen, and they're all in California, which is 
like I don't I don't know if I want to call it the pussy state, but it's the very it's more pussyfied than a lot of the other states. Um and they're they'll probably be the last to open, the last to allow people to do stuff. Uh we know that. Which should be New York, because New York, like I said, they're on top of each other. And uh I don't know. But they're talking about it and they're filling me like, with all this information and throwing all this t- stuff and I'm just trying to figure out like what's going on, what's happening. Uh, and like, are we getting all the information? Are we not getting all the information? Are they, are they fluffing up numbers of deaths to create, create the narrative to make it more like to make it fall in line with their predictions because they realize that this, I mean, although this is, I don't want to downplay it like this virus. I don't. But I don't believe this virus is as deadly and is as killer as they thought it was when we started all this. And I don't know, man. It's it's a weird, weird spot. It's a weird place that we found we found ourselves as as Americans in in other situations that aren't as this serious. So you you look at like you you you'll pull up uh, social media isn't a source of good news or or true news factual news. So like you pull up CNN and they have twelve things on Trump. I mean, if, think what you want to about Trump. I've I have my opinions like everybody else has their opinions, but I mean you you see these things about Trump and it's to the point where you don't know which one's true. Like this one, this, I'm, I'm, he might have said this, but this might have been taken out of context. And then this, and then this. And it's like you, you deal with that every day. And and we usually just look past it because it's Trump. And uh, what does, I mean, I I don't, like I've never been one that follows the government and knows what the government does all the time. So I've never been one that can just stick with that and be like, hey, are you uh, – You've been following the the Senate hearing. Have you have you ever watched like the it, I don't is it the Congress or the Senate or so, I think it's Congress. They air their hearings on like CNBC or the government channel. I don't know where they air. I just know like flipping through channels and then they they show and it's oh my god, it's the most boring thing on the face of the earth. The most boring. If you if you like. Somebody needs to create a YouTube channel. I might do it today. That's called the Sleep Channel. And what I'm going to do is I'm going to just going to like screen like co- tape all those Congress hearings and then just upload them to YouTube. It's and then just put some like rain sound effects behind it, like a thunderstorm. Like on the agenda for today, we have can Buffalo shit in the state park. And can the public clean it? And like then behind it, you have like do that for anybody. Any like if you have uh, if you have like a sleep issue, like you you stay up. I forgot what it's called. If you have this like the issue where you can't go to sleep, and uh, God, what is it called? Hmm, I don't know. But you have all these issues, or you have these issues, and you like you can't go to sleep. You put that shit on for two minutes. You'll last two minutes. 
two minutes. Oh, sorry. Uh, I didn't realize I couldn't see the. I don't know why. I don't know what. I haven't done Facebook Live in so long. I've been trying to keep up with comments, and everybody's been doing this. And uh, I don't know. Seth Bowman, you kiss my ass. All right. See, this is the problem. Is now I start reading comments. Uh, C-SPAN. Thank you, Seth. That's where they. That's where they air that stuff. But um, I don't know how to keep my comments going. But uh, yeah, like it's the most ridiculous thing. But the pro where I, what I was trying to get to was like now we're in a situation that we have been promote like it has been promoted to us as it is life or death, and I don't know if that's the truth or not. I don't know if. I mean, I've I've seen people that have had it because I work in healthcare. I've come in contact with people that have had it. I haven't had it. Thank God, knock on wood. Uh, I do everything I can to be safe around my family in a sense of taking clothes to work and changing and take, getting a, getting naked and getting a shower as soon as I get home, all that stuff. So I take the proper precautions on my behalf. I'm sure that other people try to do that. I'm sure there's a lot of people that don't give a shit and they just go out without a mask and and live their life and do their thing. And if they get it, they get it. They roll the dice. But uh, I don't know. It's uh, God. Why doesn't this thing just automatically scroll down? That's annoying as shit. Insomnia. Thank you, Kimberly. But um, yeah. But now we're in a situation where we don't know if what we're being told is the truth or not on on something like this, and that blows my mind. That blows my mind. It, uh, yeah, I don't know. So I don't know. I don't know where to stand on this COVID thing. Uh, I know that I work in an ER and we see half the people that we used to see through this whole thing to where they're cutting nurses hours or cutting our hours. And so it's hard for me to, I mean, I believe somewhere like New York, is having uh as it was it was I don't know that it, they are anymore like somewhere like New York was having a was having a uh like influx in patients coming in you know why that is why I, my my interpretation of why that is because people freak out they freak out over everything so when people freak out they immediately think I need to go get tested. Same thing happened with HIV with uh, when they found out HIV was prominent in homosexual community. They everybody wanted to get tested to make sure they didn't have it. It's different kind of different situation, but kind of the same. But yeah, I don't want, I don't want to stick on this because I talk about this way too much on all my podcasts. Uh, but uh, I'll tell you I'll tell you like I tell everybody: stay safe, uh, take proper precaution. But at some point, we need to like get back in, into some type of, I don't want to say normal life, because I don't think life is going to be normal again, because this is one of those things. It's like, uh, it's like aliens. Like, have you, has anybody seen, and I, this is a terrible segue, but if anybody has seen the video of the alien craft from the, uh, alien craft from the uh, Air Force, I believe it's Air Force pilots. And I feel like I've seen this before because I want to say one of these pilots was on Rogan's podcast and Rogan, like I'm giving so much pub, like he needs it to Rogan's podcast today. But, um, 
I think I'm trying to like what was his name? I think he did like one of these guys. He was telling the story of this, and like it had it had been online, but they officially confirmed it that they saw these flying things. And um, I don't like I don't know what to believe. Is there are there aliens? Maybe. Are there ghosts? Maybe. I know what I, oh, shit. I just got something to talk about. Hold on, let me finish this statement. This is the problem with having ADHD and trying to do a podcast. Is I have ten million things going through my brain that I want to talk about. Um, but yeah, so, uh, to link what I'm talking about, like aliens to the COVID is they released the aliens, the alien video. I don't want to say they released the saucer video, the unidentified flying object, which was a UFO video uh, during all this COVID-19 stuff. And we, nobody gave a shit. Like nobody cared, which is amazing to me. Like I found it on a sub site, like a sub page of one of the major news networks. Like, how is this not major news? And I know it's been a few weeks, and I know this isn't uh, like today's hot topic, but so, like somebody, somebody, like have, if you've ever seen the uh, God damn, I wish my brain would work today. Have you ever seen the uh, fuck? What's his name? The guy that got fired, and they did a they did a documentary on Netflix about it. I got hold on. I have the internet. Um, Netflix, uh, not Netflix. Let's just go to UFO documentary. Netflix. Let's see if I can kill my stream. Bob Lazar. There it is. Damn, I forgot I had the internet. Um, Bob Lazar. If you've ever seen a, I do need a producer, uh, Brian, but I don't feel like paying for a producer. Um, the, uh, if you ever seen the Bob Lazar, where he talks about the element 19 element, some element element 19. It's called Bob Lazar area 51 flying saucers. Does it give a description? No. Like if you if you haven't seen that, it's basically he finds like this. They he goes and works for somewhere that's uh, this somewhere uh, like Area Fifty One, and he claims like he 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 has all this. He got the job because he built a rocket sh- like rocket engine on his Kia, not his Kia, his like Honda Accord or Honda Civic hatchback. And they're like, oh, this guy can do this, then he needs to come work for us. So he gets a job. He goes there. And I, I don't, I mean, you, you, if you, if you're interested, you'll watch the documentary. So I'm not spoiling anything, but you go to, you watch it and he goes and gets a job. Then he ends up getting fired and he has all this information. And he just decides he wants to tell it. And he, there's a certain element. I can't remember the name of it, but he talks about this element that he, he says he has in his possession at some point. And he shoots videos, and then and then the FBI raids them, and like it's so crazy. So you have that on top of UFO footage that's been released by the Pentagon. This isn't some shit that's on like uh, on like one of those like dark side of the web networks. 
like it's the Pentagon. So first off, it makes you th- it makes you kind of weary based on based on the fact that based on the fact that the Pentagon has shit like this that they never released to us. So you always have to you always have to know that the government has something they're not going to fill you in on. But it's it makes it kind of weird. Like it's I mean it's like it's a terrible analogy, but this one this is what I'm going to use. It's like having having a girlfriend for a long time, and in in your in your sexual relations with that girlfriend, it's pretty much the same. And, and it, it you do something, you know, you know, it's the same same setup, same same activities, and then you finish, go home. Uh, then then like a year in, she does something like really really weird and freaky, and you're just like, oh, that was in there. What else you got to offer? That's how. That's what I feel like about the Pentagon. I feel like, oh, like we've been talking about UFOs for years, and I remember like you watched this show, like you if you watch Discovery Channel or Sci-Fi for that matter, and you watch that stuff, and it's just like, come on, like there's you have a like a parade of people in the middle of South Dakota who see a bunch of shit flying through the air, and you're like. What? Like, what? Oh, oh, yeah. Cause you know, like, hundred of these people made this video, made up this video. And they all agreed to throw it out there. No, no, no. Something weird's going on. And the Pentagon's like, no, we have no, we have no, uh, no evidence of any of that. We have no evidence of UFOs. We have no evidence of aliens. And then one day they're just like, you know what? Fuck it. Here you go. This is what we got. This is one piece of it. So then you're like, ooh, you got that? Didn't know you had that in there. What else you got? Let me see some more. I mean, that's and so I I don't know. I don't even know what I'm talking about anymore. This was a horrible idea. I like the fact that I'm doing it live on Facebook, and I know that I can stream live. I don't know how good it looks or how good it sounds because, like, once again, if you I know everybody that's here now missed uh, missed the intro, but my internet's terrible at my house. The wind streams classic, but uh, but yeah. Uh, another thing is ghost. Does anybody believe in ghost? I know I kind of said that at the beginning, but uh, me and Sai have gotten into ghost adventures. The Zach Baskins guy, and uh, like it entertains me. It, like I, I when I watch when I watch that, like you can watch stuff on on Facebook. Uh, you like, you watch stuff on Facebook, and in. So like sometimes they can get to you. Like I was, I was looking up, I got into, I'm into it, man. They got me. Uh, I was looking up on Facebook the other night, uh, weird, like weird ghost videos and this and that. And there was a guy that was like, you know, people that go through building abandoned buildings and abandoned houses, which makes no sense to me at all, but they're going through and then they hear something and then somebody follow them. They see a, they see a light and then he runs out and he turns around and he shines the light on the door. And there's a guy or a guy, I assume like there's just this, this thing with the big, big hood on over his face looks like the Grim Reaper. Like shit like that freaks me out. But uh, but watching this ghost like Ghost Adventures, Ghost Hunters is has fallen off. I used to like Ghost Hunters way back when, but Ghost Hunters kind of fallen off. And uh, so like it's oh Kim has legit stories about oh Ghost. I'm getting Kim on the podcast. I got to get Eric. I'm gonna get Eric and Kim on the podcast. So we can talk about ghost stories, but uh, so I get this 
I get this inkling and I remember like anybody does, if anybody knows who Zach Baskins is, he's the guy with the, he's, he's an art. He looks like an artist, but he's this ghost guy and he's, he's done. And and dude, I don't have a bad thing to say about him. He's got a passion. He spends his money on his passion. He documents his passion and he makes money doing it. So kudos, more power to you. Um, but he has, uh, he does like he, he, there's, he has this documentary. It's on Amazon Prime or Amazon Video, Prime Video. Um, we, me and I watch, me and Sai watched half of it, and then Sai tapped out, and I watched the rest of it. But it's called Demon House. And, and anybody that's seen this, this is what I'm going to end with. Has, I don't, has anybody seen this movie? That's the question. <laughs> I remember hearing, like three years ago, hearing rumblings about this movie. And, uh, there's like, okay. So it's in Indiana. I want to say Erie, Indiana, but I'm not sure. There's this house in Indiana that made the news based on like demon possession of kid, little kids and a bunch of weird stuff. So, uh, this Zach Baggins guy, Zach Baggins, Baskins guy, Zach, we'll just call him Zach. Hey, I think Zach Baskin, Baskin, back. I don't know. Baggins, Baggins, like Wilbur Baggins. Well, shit, I don't know. But, um, so this Zach, back, I'm just going to say Baggins. I might be wrong. If I'm wrong, then don't just, don't leave fucking comments on this thing. I just, I was wrong. I can't remember all these people's names. I got a lot of shit going through my head. Um, so he does what any paranormal investigator does. He goes and he buys the freaking house. So he buy, he buys the the demon house. When he gets there, there's uh, there's like homeless people living in it. Which, okay, first off, first off, if you're homeless, you're down in your luck. But think about being homeless, and then finding an abandoned house and being like, oh shit, jackpot, jackpot found found us a new place, and it being a demon house. That's when you got to question whether whether it's whether it's time to go or not. Like if you have that bad of luck, but uh, so there's squatters in the house. Whenever he gets there, uh, he he talks to them, gets some stories from them. He eventually, I guess, gives them out because they just don't document that, which is weird because it's like that's a good that's a good and bad thing about this documentary is because uh, <laughs> because uh, what is his name? That, that's aggravating me because now everybody's throwing up comments about like I know it's Carol back Bas- Carol is it Carol Baskin? I got too many names. Carol Baskin's further back. Okay, might be. Uh, let me see. Zach Zach Baggins Baggins B A G A N S. Okay, so. Uh, so he buys his house, gets the squatters out, and he's and he and this is all a documentary. So he and and then he he tries to find he finds the family that lived in there that the news story was about. He wants to talk to them. They say, uh, "No, we're not talking to you." He finds out that they won't talk to him because a movie producer who calls him in the film uh, and threatens him because he wants to make a movie about it. Uh, like has paid them or has offered has offered to pay them a ton of money if he makes this movie. So now he has nothing. 
and uh, like he goes through, he takes some people in there. It's so weird because once again, if you like, I believe in ghosts. I, can, I think I can confidently say I believe in ghosts, but it's still like even if you even if you believe in ghosts, you still are kind of like ah, unless you have just ex- like an experience. I need to have a ghost podcast and just talk about like ghost stories. I, I think I have a few, maybe. That's the thing. That's the weird thing about ghosts and uh, and like stuff that you your mind can't comprehend is because even if it does happen to you, you don't know if it really happened to you. So even if it does, like even if even if you do feel like something like extraordinary happened to you or something paranormal happens to you. Then you start questioning, like, am I remembering it correctly? Is it just my mind playing tricks on me? That's the biggest one. Is it just, just my mind playing tricks on me? Did that break just fly across the room? Or did it was just my mind playing tricks on me? Nope, it's still there. I mean, it's so weird. But uh, so he, he buys his house. He He's shooting this documentary. He takes, like, these home inspector and a, and a cop and this. And, they, and, like, this cop went in there for uh, some kind of, like, investigation and he got thrown or he fell like two days later and busted his head open, had to go to the ER. And there's like all these stories, so which kind of freak you out. Uh, then one of his, uh, like one of his camera guys gets possessed. And then like the last, the last thing he does, and I apologize for anybody who hadn't seen this, uh, spoiler alert, but it's still going to make you want to watch it. But, uh, it, like he boards up the entire house and, stays overnight in it. I'm not talking about like just like the usual, hey, let's just turn off the lights and go in there at 3 a.m. because that's the witching hour and uh, and all this and that. This dude boards up the whole house, including the door that he walks in on. Like he walks in, boards up to where he cannot get out. And the cop looks at him and says, uh, listen, if it gets too, if it gets too heavy, Here's my number. Call me. We're going to get you out. Dude, come on. Come on. Like, uh, come on. I mean, I understand it's your passion. I understand you want to get to the bottom of it. And and this, you feel like this is your, it's your time to, uh, this is your only chance to be able to get answers. But dude, Little extreme, little extreme, and but I guess it did its job because when I was watching the documentary, the second that that board went up and he like walks around the house, he pulls up the blinds, can't see out of thing. All you see is wood. Pulls up another blind, all you see is wood. Goes to the door that he walked in, does a little handle. It's like can't get out. I start getting anxiety because I'm like, oh. And then he walks in. I won't, I won't give away everything that happens to him in there, but he stays the night and some shit goes down. It happens. And it's, uh, yeah, sketchy stuff, man. But I'm like, I'm like, I'm weird when it comes to ghosts though. Because like, I, like I'm in the basement of my house right now. And if I turn off all the lights in the basement and I walk up and I turn the light off, in the, on the staircase before I get up the stairs, like before I even start walking up the stairs, I feel like there's something behind me. I feel like there's something behind me that's, that's coming up the stairs that's trying to get me. And uh, the last time that happened, and 
last time I heard something like in the basement and I was decided it was haunted, the a little field mouse had gotten in the house. But that that dude, I mean, that's the thing. That's what I'm saying. It can always it's so weird and you have to be so open minded about it because when like how do you know if it's real or not? How do you know if it's if somebody like if it's if it's just like it's, if it's an animal, if it's the wind hitting something, you have to debunk it. That's what they always try to do. We're going, that's what ghost hunters does. We're going to go out and try to debunk it, debunk what you see, debunk what you do. But I don't have any of those little gadgets, man. I don't know. Just all I got to these two eyes, these two ears that I. No, I mean, I don't know. I don't know, but I do need to have a podcast. That that's got me interested. I want to have a podcast where you're where with some people that have had paranormal things happen to them. And if you live like I assume everybody that's watching this lives like in the Charlotte Concord area somewhere around there. There's a place called Jackson Training School that used to be like a like a training school for uh, juvenile inmates. And dude, if there is anything as sketchy as that, like I'm not going. Like I, I've never I've never stepped foot on that property. I've dri- we used to live over that way, and we used to drive by it all the time. And dude, you drive by that place at night, your butthole immediately tightens. It's it's that that creepy. But now they put fence like people used to go over there and I mean you can find videos on YouTube. It's called it's called Jackson Training School. Jackson Park. Jackson Training School. That's what it is. Stonewall Jackson Training School. You find and just you can see how creepy it is, man. Look up look up pictures on Google. It's it's oh but uh but yeah, I feel like that that place has got some got some history, got some paranormal stuff going on. But I don't know. I remember back in the day. I mean, I've heard. I have like my cousin's husband's got some crazy stories about uh, about ghost stuff, and he's he's a, definitely a believer. I need to get him on money. But uh, but yeah, man, it's uh, I don't know. Like Zach Baskin, Zach Baggins, not to be confused with Carol Baskins. Zach Baggins, he's got me. He's got me. He's got me teetering because like if if Ghost Adventures is on, we're watching it. And then I watched that Demon House. If anybody wants to get freaked out a little bit, watch that Demon House uh, documentary. It's on Prime Video. But yeah, so what time is it? 10.36. I got to jump off here, man. Uh, it's been a ball. I didn't know this was possible because, once again, my internet is terrible, but I think we survived this run, and I had to do this. Once again, the official video will be out on Facebook, on YouTube, uh, on everywhere tomorrow. And, uh, yeah. So thank you guys for joining me. Thank you guys for watching. I don't know how many people viewed it, but once again, I had to do this. I wanted, I wanted to try it live and hopefully next time it won't be at nine 30 in the morning because this is way too early and I need to take, I need like two cups of coffee. I need to get my hair cut and do all that. But if you if you listen to podcasts on a regular basis and you like to pull up or listen to some of my old podcast episodes, uh, you can. It's either they're available on iTunes, Stitcher, Radio. I, w- I always want to say Stitcher Radio, but I think it's just Stitcher now. iTunes, Stitcher, iHeart Radio, and Spotify. Or you can go to TuesdaySpecial.com and check it out there. That's got a bunch of that's got all my old episodes. Uh, Got cool interviews, got single single talk shows like this that I do every once in a while. And uh, yeah, so thank you everyone 
for watching. Those of you who stuck me out the whole hour, I appreciate it. Uh, follow me on, you can follow this channel, which is Patrick Price Comedy on Facebook. This is where I post everything. Uh, I got this new series called Life that's going to be coming out as soon as I can. And uh, I got, oh, I mean, I got people texting me while I'm trying to do my podcast. Uh, but yeah, but uh, we're filming uh, Wrestling Open Forum here in about 15 minutes. Uh, so that, that'll be released on Saturday on the Hotspots Wrestling Network. Uh, that's hotspotswrestlingnetwork.com. Anything else? Hashtag cheers for Tuesday. And yeah, follow me on Twitter, on Instagram, because I'm trying to hit those Instagram stories. I promise you. Promise you. I promise you. I promise you that I'm going to try to hit those Instagram stories and, and get them to Burt Kreischer level. If you don't know who that is, uh, just type his name in on Instagram and watch his stories. They're amazing. Uh, until then, you can just check out my beautiful little son who I always post on my social media. But yeah, thank you guys for hanging out with me. I uh, might do it again next week. I think I got an interview episode next week that's coming out on Tuesday. But yeah, so uh, Tuesday strong. Cheers to Tuesday. Thank you guys. Thank you for listening to the Tuesday Special Podcast. Find all of our old episodes at TuesdaySpecials.com. That's TuesdaySpecials.com. All right, thank you.